Well, good morning. Welcome. It's Friday, August 27, and um, we are wrapping up our week together. Uh, Todd, thank you again for being willing to be a, a guest host this week. I've just so appreciated the insights you've shared. Um, some of the things you said have, have challenged me personally, and I appreciate that. Um, I want to appreciate is you definitely are a person that um, you challenge yourself, whether it's the Walmart card from a couple of years ago or the Bible verse that you talked about having for this year. So um, you truly um, are one that says, okay, I need to put my faith in action. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. And it's been, um, it's been fun for me to hear those things. So uh, before we get into today's um, scripture, I just want to thank everybody for listening to us, uh, for, for putting up with Todd and I this week, a, a, a couple of teachers. And so we probably had more teacher talk than um, normally on the podcast. Um, but I just want to thank our listeners for joining us. Next week um, is the fifth week of the month, and that means Pam is back. Uh, Pam Dreyer is our fifth week of the month uh, podcast host, so we only get the pleasure of Pam um, every couple of months. So she's going to be uh, joined by Lori Fields. So um, check that out next week um, as you um, start the last week of August, first week of September. So we look forward to Pam and Lori next week. Uh, so we are going to uh, jump into Mark, um, and this this passage kind of um, jumps all over the place. We'll do Mark 7, 1 through 8, and then 4 through 15, and then 21 through 23. Um, I would encourage you as listeners, if you if you have time, to go back and read some of those in-between verses, because um, there's some things there that also kind of will dovetail to what we're talking about, but we'll just kind of stick with those those verses now, since that's what the plan is. Um, so let me read that, and then, Todd, you can share your thoughts with us. So, Mark 7, the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from the Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were unclean, that is, unwashed. The Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial, ceremonial washing holding to the traditions of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash and observe many other traditions, such as washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of the law asked Jesus, why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with unclean hands? He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites, as it is written, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to the traditions of men. Then jumping to verse 14. Again, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. And then 21, uh, for from within, our, from within, out of men's hearts come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside them that make a man unclean. All right, Todd. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> like, like this is a really yeah. challenging one, I think. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things my wife was listening to a podcast uh, this summer, and I heard her say this, and I don't remember what it was. I don't remember like what the context of it was, but uh, somebody was introducing somebody else, and they said, you know what, like he's the same on the surface, 
as he is 40 feet deep, mm. you know? And mm-hmm. if you think about that, like, like that is a huge, uh, compliment. Yeah. You know, and I really think that's kind of what this, uh, this passage is talking about. It's about like one, you know, we're called first to kind of nurture our hearts, you know? Um, and then out of that, you know, reflect Jesus to people. Uh, but I was just thinking about like, you know, we had talked about, um, you and I had talked about kind of like, you know, generational faith and, and like your kids, you know, like um, grabbing kind of their own faith, you know, like the Holy Spirit speaking specifically to them and how there are people who, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of times in the college age kind of like maybe fall, you know, they might, yeah. sh- I read, I'd read a book on this. They might shelve their faith sure. for yeah. a while and just say, hey, you know, I'm not 100% sure about this. Yeah. Um, you know, or just people you come in t- contact with, think how offensive it is. You know, if they see that, like, like a drastic hypocrisy yes. uh, yeah. in your life. Now, on, on the other side of that coin, though, I mean, they also have to know you're a, you're a real person. You know, right. I mean, yeah. people in the Bible struggled with, you know, with, with sin and poor judgment, you know, as well. And God still used them, um, you know. But I think it's, it's a call for all of us, I think, to just try to make sure uh, we work you know, to nurture our hearts, you know, and I think a lot, some of that is, I think, through being thankful. I think some yeah. of that is through like confessing to God, you know, just the areas where we sin and we fall short, um, you know, and just trying to be people who, uh, one, care for our hearts, but then also like humbly, you know, share what's going on in our lives too, I guess I would say mm-hmm. in a non, in a non-judgmental way. Yeah. You know, I remember uh, years ago, I hiked with some friends on Isle Royal. Oh, sure. And uh, and we saw this. And if you ever go on to Isle Royal, like you can take a boat there and you backpack there. Okay. But then boats on their own can also come out. There, oh, okay. You know, yeah. so you get like these, like, like people who are kind of purist hikers, but then boaters who come in and they got coolers, you know. Yeah. And they're just drinking, drinking beer and so on. Well, I remember sitting there with my buddy and he was in med school at the time. And we saw this guy coming and he had like a skull and crossbones, like like bandana on, you know, this beard. And oh, thinking, yeah. Ah, this is just some party boater guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we got talking to him, and he's like, he was a professor at, I think it was Wisconsin University, and they mm-hmm. were doing like a DNA study on the fish. Oh, wow. Okay. So him and like this med, med student just started talking. I had no idea what they're talking yeah. about. But I was convicted. Like, I totally judged that guy based yeah. on just what I saw yeah. in him, you know. Yeah. And, and that was kind of an extreme case. But I think sometimes you fall into doing that a lot, you know. Like, people yeah. who aren't necessarily in the circle that, that you're kind of in. or um, But how to be somebody that is just open and honest with their life, I guess, in a non-judgmental way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that kind of hits the nail on the head in terms of what this overall passage is saying. And I think what Jesus is saying is it's not the outward appearance, not the surface level. It's what your heart is. And, you know, the the example is these Pharisees are saying, well, hey, you know, your disciples started eating without washing their hands. Now, of course, that's always good to wash your hands before you eat. But in this, it, they were they would wash hands because it was a tradition of the elders. They weren't doing it because it was um, God's law. It, it was, wasn't was a command that God had given. It was a tradition. And they started to see, well, following traditions is what makes you godly or or what makes you 
righteous. And so Jesus' disciples are not. Yeah. And and Jesus was saying, no, 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 no. That's not the case. You hypocrites, it's not what you do with your lips. It's not what you say. Um, or if it's not what your actions are, it's, it's what is your heart saying? Yeah. And so, like you're talking about this, this uh professor from Wisconsin, he didn't look the part. He did not, yeah, but that's when for sure. when he started to talk and he started, you got to know his quote unquote heart, you know, you, you know, you and your buddy and him were able to talk. And, and so, and I think Jesus is saying, and you know, what is, what matters most is not what you say, but what your heart shows. And then he goes on later in the passage to say, well, oftentimes what comes out of your heart is these evil things. So um, sexual immorality, evil thoughts, theft, murder, adultery, greed, this whole list of things. Like if that's what is out of your heart and that's what's showing, doesn't matter what you say. Um, then, you know, when I read this, I contrasted that with the fruits of the spirit in Galatians. Um, the fruits of the spirit are that actually passage, Galatians 5, 16 through 26 starts with a similar list to these um, um, evil things. Uh, but then wraps up with saying the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So I think the challenge for us is to say, is desire, doesn't really matter. Well, it matters what we say, but but does our heart, does our actions reflect those fruits of the spirit? Um, the the love, the joy, the peace, or does our actions, our thoughts always reflect sort of that, that evil yeah. uh, thing, you know, and because it doesn't matter what we say, if we are acting in a greedy manner, if we're being deceitful, acting out of malice, people are going to see that. Um, and it's not going to reflect well. We talked about that um, earlier, earlier too. Just, you know, we follow, uh, what we do as Christians can send a positive message or a negative message to the rest of the world. Yeah. And, um, and you alluded to that earlier too. So that was just kind of something that kind of, you know, I took away from this, that contrast your heart. So. Yeah. Ahead. I think that, uh, I think this really stepped into kind of, uh what we've been talking about all mm -hmm. week really you mm -hmm. know because like uh on monday we kind of talked about like like being in a in a winter season you yeah. know and, and trusting that god is gonna you know uh show up and kind of like uh bring renewal yeah you know and then we talked about like your words you know like you know like um be, being slow to speak you know, and I think that's kind of guarding like what comes out of your heart if you try to filter through, you know, what I'm going to speak, you know, mm, and, sure, and, yeah. and also like trying to nurture your heart um, um, to, to, to step into God's call for you, I guess, you know. But I think like one of the bigger things I've seen through the week is kind of just trying to live uh as christians we're not perfect right you know right. um but trying to just live as an authentic uh, yeah. as an authentic person you know yeah. who who has flaws but but i guess who is who's trying you know trying to move forward and not yeah. being somebody that uh that thinks i have this all together right. let me let me help you you know it's like like i have i have flaws but like i'm gonna let you see my authentic love for you my yeah. authentic love for god you know, rather than be somebody who just has answers. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that, no, that's good. That's, that's a good reminder because we talked a lot this week about, um, you know, putting our words into actions, you know, not just read it, but do it, but still doing that with a humble 
authentic yeah. spirit. Because again, that could come across kind of what the if we if we don't if we're not intentional of that, you know, as much as we're trying to take care of the orphans and the widows, if we come across with the same kind of um, attitude that the Pharisees have here at the beginning of this passage, yeah. it doesn't matter that we're taking care of the widows and the orphans because we're not being authentic. And yeah, your heart's yeah. not in the right place for it, I think, you know, yeah. if you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, well, good. Well, I think that's a great way to wrap up today's um, podcast, but also this week. And so thank you, Todd, for the, kind of that big picture perspective, because that gives us um, kind of a, a, a marching orders, if you will, um, leading out of this week to to say, well, where what is God doing in your life? What new opportunities bringing the, the spring, taking you out of the winter, um, like we talked about on Monday? Um, how are you growing in him? How are you um, living an authentic life to meet the needs of others in a way that honors God? So um, again, um, listeners, thanks for joining us. Uh, we love any feedback that you have, any insights you have, info at victorypoint.org. That's the last time I'll plug that. <laughs> um, but um, may the words action, and your actions of your heart reflect and honor God uh, by showing love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in all that you do. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. Make the Lord May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you. Mm-hmm.